This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 168. Three questions that help you become better. Hello there and welcome to session number 168 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a very long hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful artists I've met along the way, who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So before we get into freestyle flow this week and the feature presentation, three questions that help you become better, I would like to invite you to join me live on Facebook. I go live every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we talk dance, life, and business. So you can join me there live, ask me anything, or catch me on the replay. I would love to have you. So also, if you want to join my private Facebook group, the Dancepreneuring Collective, send me a direct message on Facebook, and I would love to add you and get to know you better. And with that, let's get into freestyle flow, where I have some thoughts on dance etiquette. (laughs) I've been in conversation with a few dancers about etiquette in class, and then also three questions that help you become better. And that's become better in any area of your life. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Leslie Scott. I am the founder of Youth Protection Advocates in Dance, otherwise known as YPAT. I have spent the last 17 years teaching in Hollywood at the Edge and Millennium and 28 years as a dance educator. And now I have shifted my life, my passion, my focuses over into building empowered communities to keep youth happy, healthy, and safe in dance. You are listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Etiquette in dance classes. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it isn't. Depends on the energy, how crowded it is. Oh boy, it's been interesting because I've been in classes where it's been very high energy, supportive, fun. And I've been in other classes where it's been not so fun, crowded, can't see the choreography, even when you're in groups. So I've experienced both. And I was in a conversation with a friend of mine recently, and she was talking about how they were divided into groups. And even with that, she had someone come and stand right in front of her right when they were about to go on, like she was standing right there ready for the counts to be started and the music to be started. And then this person comes and and blocks her right in front, like, right in front of her, no qualms about it. And so... (laughs) You just have to go with it, especially in the bigger metropolitan areas. Sometimes it's a little bit different. And I go back and forth with, okay, do I get into a class like that knowing it's going to be like that? Because you don't always know it's going to be like that. Because it tests my frustration and patience and resolve to handle a situation like that. And I think there is a time for that. Or do I save myself the agony and the frustration and know that I can go to a class that is not like that. But then there's also the fact of if I don't go to a class like that, sometimes not all the time, then I won't be challenged in other ways. So it's a constant for me in terms of 
oh gosh, I'm going to go to the class. I know it's going to be kind of like this, maybe not. And then I can go to another class where I know it's predictable. So, oh, it, I think it depends on what you're looking for. Sometimes I feel like emotionally and mentally, I can deal with that one that I don't like so much, the frustration of being in a very crowded class, but still wanting to learn the material and the choreography and test myself. So it's it's a case by case scenario. And I think you need to determine that for yourself, depending on what your end goals are. But (laughs) dance etiquette, it also reminded me of going to conferences and meetings where people save seats when you're not supposed to save seats. So that could be an etiquette thing. But also, I've also had it where people save seats, but then people walk in and move the personal belongings of someone else to another seat so that they can get a front seat. So another thing too, with that with the conferences and events, it it does pay sometimes to upgrade to a VIP ticket, because (laughs) then you have the, the section where you know you're supposed to be and it's very I don't want to say totally exclusive but at least you know you've paid the upgrade so you have the perks of that. So it pays and it pays to invest in private training. It pays to invest in an upgraded experience if that's what you want, if that's important to you and that is definitely important to me. I I'm all about the experience. So if I can make the experience more ideal and enjoyable, then I would rather go toward that than spend my creative energy and emotional energy on being frustrated. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Truth, I am having a hard time recording this session. As I am speaking, I have had to stop the record button on my recorder several times, tripping over my words, not having a complete thought. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but oh my gosh, I want to get these three questions to you. Let's just, okay, let's just get into it then. Three questions to help you become, to become better. See, I'm, I'm messing up. Okay. (laughs) So three questions to help you become better at anything. I'm finding that fine. I'm finding, oh boy. Okay. I'm not going to stop this. I'm going to go. I'm finding that it's not so much about getting the answers right away to your questions, as it is about asking yourself the right questions. And this has been really helpful for me. It saved me a lot of unnecessary emotional energy where I could I could put my creativity to other things and my focus and time to other things as opposed to racking my brain and thinking, why don't I have these answers? Or why can't I figure this out? I'm, I'm smart enough to figure this out. Why is it not coming to me? Kind of like how this session is going where (laughs) I've had so many takes, but this is it. Okay, I'm not going to stop it. So let's just go ahead and get into these three questions. I know that will help you become better in any area in dance, life or business. Number one, ask yourself, are you believing that you already have everything that it takes? Or are you comparing yourself to someone else? So it's belief versus comparison. Lack of belief is what stopped me for over two decades in the thing that brought me so much joy and and is my passion, as you know, dance, right? So lack of belief killed and took away time that I will never get back. 
Now, there's a reason for everything. And I'm so thankful where for where I'm at now. And I get to talk about this. But you really need to ask yourself, do you believe in what you're doing? Because what you do is important. More than that, who you are is important. You are an important contributor because of your life experiences, what you've been through, what you've overcome. And I think that you need to honor that more than you probably are. You're not giving yourself enough credit for the things that you've overcome, big and small. So whether it's through your choreography, your teaching, your performance, another career, job, project, collaboration, what you bring to the table because of who you are and your experiences is important. And you need to believe that and not question or compare that. Number two question, are you enduring or are you embracing? What I mean by that is with enduring, are you doing just enough to get by? Are you putting up with what you have to do because your heart isn't into it? That you are mad at the people involved in your project or the people in your job or things around you that you can't control and you just want to get through it and that there's something wrong with everyone else and that there's not something that you need to work on for yourself. Not that there's something wrong with you, but what I'm saying is that are you just going through the motions or are you embracing the experience? Are you welcoming the moments that are both positive and negative and welcoming the lessons that you're going to learn and welcoming the experience in its entirety? So with whatever you're doing, whether it's in dance life or business, are you enduring or are you embracing? Question number three. Are you connecting or are you attached? Connecting means being at the moment. It means absorbing and experiencing everything that is going on as you're creating, as you're choreographing, as you're performing, as you're taking dance class, as you are in a discussion about a project, collaborating with others for anything. Are you connecting? Are you fully invested in the people around you at that particular moment? Or are you thinking of the next thing? Which is the attachment? Are you attached to the end result that that's going to define who you are and what your abilities are and that your abilities are important? Yes, you're, you are important. Your, your abilities are important. But that attachment to the end result which you know, I'm all about goals. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, I'm all about goals and being driven and, and achieving. It's, it's uh, very empowering to achieve goals and you and success can be very addicting. But that end result, are you objectifying it in that you think that that's what's going to bring you value and happiness, happiness? <laughs> Again, I can talk. I can talk. Actually, I'm talking to you. So are you connected or are you attached? This has been really helpful for me recently in dance classes, because for a while, especially in the beginning, when I started, I wanted so much to get better and to get the choreography and look a certain way and and uh, all these things. And I have to verbally remind myself in the beginning of class, okay, connection versus attachment. I'm going to connect to the movement. I'm going to connect to the feeling. I'm not going to be attached with how I think it's going to appear. That's going to be how my body's going to interpret. That's just how it's going to be because we all move differently anyway. So I'm going to connect to the music. I'm going to connect to the feeling of the choreography. I'm going to connect to my breath 
And that has been hugely helpful. Even when I'm messing up, it's, I'm thinking, you know what, that, you know, I'm, I felt something different there, or I felt this, or I felt that. And so connection versus attachment. These three questions, I would love to hear if you implement these, how that changes your experience, whether you are in dance class, you're learning choreography, you're creating choreography, you're doing something in your business or your job or a collaboration. I really feel, I know that it'll make a difference if you're not doing this already, asking yourself these questions when you're going through these different experiences in dance, life, and business. Thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.